It only took one word to bring a good portion of the United States into a state of panic over imminent nuclear Armageddon for the longest 40 minutes of their lives. Welcome to American Esoterica. If history class gives you the autumn air, this is the cleaning marshmallow goo and campfire soot off of your shoes before coming in the house. The essential stuff in between. The personalities, events, and other ephemera that shape our history and culture. I'm Brian Powers. Wayland Eberhardt was having a bad day. It was February 20th, 1971. Eberhardt, a civilian teletype operator, was hard at work at the National Warning Center within Cheyenne Mountain, Colorado. It was his job to conduct a regular Saturday morning test of the emergency broadcast system, something he had been doing often during his 15-year career at Cheyenne Mountain. It was a routine task and nothing unusual. He would feed in a specific test tape that would notify all broadcasters via teletype of the test, an expected ritual. But on this particular day, Wayland Eberhardt fed in the wrong tape. At 9.33 a.m. Eastern Time, TV and radio stations across the nation suddenly cut into their programs with an urgent message from the emergency broadcast system. This was no ordinary test, with all the hallmarks of a genuine emergency broadcast that would soon be relaying a message directly from the president. Many broadcast stations dutifully paused their programming to convey the message and stand by for further instruction. On-air personalities and worried tones confirmed that there was indeed an emergency message forthcoming, made all the more worrisome by the lack of any other information accompanying it. This was to be an emergency broadcast of the highest order, a very real possibility during the height of the Vietnam War that the world was now in a state of nuclear war. What made this particular tape so different and so alarming is one word that came at the end of the message that came through every broadcasting teletype in the country. Stations participating in the emergency broadcast system were given a special authenticator code word to verify the authenticity of the message. Broadcasters hurried to open special daily code word envelopes to verify the content of the message and were horrified by what the code signified. That one code word? Hatefulness. The signifier that this was a genuine emergency message of a kind that had never been broadcast before. Chaos reigned. Some broadcasters were too afraid to broadcast the emergency message, waiting for more information before terrifying their viewers or listeners. Some dutifully complied, broadcasting that an emergency message from the president was imminent and standing silently by. Journalists bombarded the Pentagon with feverish inquiries. People alarmed by the radio silence camped outside some of the stations, hoping to receive any more information about what might be the confirmation of their worst fears. Many people called the police. If there's anything scarier than hearing that emergency information is forthcoming, it's waiting for information that never actually does. And as the minutes crept by, so did the increasing fear. One radio announcer noted that waiting on the air to make the emergency announcement about a potential doomsday scenario were my longest five minutes in radio. Meanwhile, back at Cheyenne Mountain, efforts to rescind the message were falling flat. 
For more than half an hour, they tried six times to send out a cancellation. The problem? They couldn't find the correct code word, so the cancellation messages couldn't be authenticated. Want to scare some broadcasters? Put out an authenticated emergency message and then tried to rescind it without the proper authentication. Multiple times. The technicians finally located the correct authenticator and sent the cancellation code. The word impish. The entire debacle lasted 40 minutes, throwing the entire emergency broadcasting system into chaos and causing serious doubts about its effectiveness. The root of the problem is that there were really only three teletype tapes that hung on a hook above the machine. Two with real emergency messages and the one with the test message. Although the system would be upgraded and given more security measures in years to come, such as those annoying screeches that have come with emergency broadcasting system messages for decades now, the first precaution the higher-ups in Cheyenne Mountain took was to lock up the real emergency tapes in a cabinet away from the teletype system, where Wayland Eberhardt couldn't get to them. Sometimes an ounce of prevention is worth give or take 40 minutes of terror. This has been American Esoterica. All sounds were made by me, Brian Powers. Did I get it wrong? Did I get it right? Just want to talk about how bad <coughs> your allergies are this year? Drop me a note. The address is yell at AmericanEsoterica.com. Thank you for listening, and God bless America.